Life is about making mistakes. Life is about learning from those mistakes. When I was a kid, my mom would tell me all the time, well, lessons learned after every time I made a mistake. Now as an adult, I often recall on those moments. Felt that test, well, lessons learned. Felt relationships, well, lessons learned. Felt that bust your behind because you didn't put your shoes up like you was supposed to. Lessons learned. And trust me, I got the bruises to prove it. Each week we'll review those life lessons. We will laugh and possibly shed a tear or two. But most of all, we will grow. Sometimes we have to look at the past to gain a new perspective on the present for a phenomenal future. I'm Claude B. And this is Lessons Learned with Claude B. Welcome to Lessons Learned with Claude B. That's me. I'm Claude B. And this is going to be another fantastic episode. Today we're talking about coming out. Now, coming out is very, very, very interesting story. In lieu of National Coming Out Day, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Now, I have to tell y'all, don't judge me. I have came out a few dozen times. And if we're going to come out like, hey, that's life. You know what I mean? Like life is about coming out and coming to terms with the person that you are today. You know what I mean? So that's what that's what we're going to talk about today. So I have to tell you, I came out a few dozen times, a few dozen times. And we're going to talk about my top three. And that also includes with this podcast. So. Uh, pull up a chair, relax, get your drink, or if you on your way to work, or get grab some coffee, some tea, or whatever you have to do to take a to take a load off. This is the time to do it. Okay, all right. So let's get started. All right. So let me tell you about my first time coming out. Uh, let's just say that they were there was a tape, <laughs> Little Mermaid, um, um, sixteen years old me. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just realized Ariel was 16. Anyway, um, I was uh, dating, well, not really dating, I was fooling around with a senior, and we decided to make a sex tape. I know, right? Me making a sex tape. Oh my God, I was so scared. But anyway, so I made the sex tape, and my mom found it. And when I tell you on the sex tape, we were doing everything from the Ruta to the Tuta, we were doing everything. And moms found it, and um, we had a strange relationship from there on. Um, that there was the hardest thing, one of the hardest things that I had to deal with at that time. Now, mind you, my dad wasn't there. My dad found out, and he wasn't happy. You know, he wasn't pleased, as I would expect. But anyway, it put a very big strain on how I dealt with things, especially how I decided to come out with things with my family and my friends and just really it really showed who was in my corner you know what I mean so that was the first part um fast forward a couple years um graduating high school the day after graduation you know I although I had the sex tape back when I was a freshman I still dated girls and I was just like you know trying to be normal you know trying to ascertain being normal with with the people around me you know what I mean so there was that um 
so fast forward to graduation I remember the day after graduation I wrote myself a letter and I said self self said huh I says huh <laughs> um, it was something along the lines of you know dear CV uh, side note if you're going to write yourself a letter I, at your diary or whatever I've always addressed my diaries or my journals as a letter to myself later on I realized that that was writing a letter to my inner child but anyway see that you're there so I wrote this letter and this letter was along the lines of you know they're they're me you know um, it's time for you well it's time for us time for me to live my best life you know why is it that other people can live their life and be happy and and I'm sitting here and I, I, I have I have this thing, this attraction to men and I have to live my life according to what other people say. You know? Why is it that I can't be happy but other people can? So for me that was huge, you know? That was huge. That was like, yo, it was like the, the light clicked on. It was like, dang, huh, you right, huh. So I had a conversation with my mom. I said, listen, you know, you like it or you don't. This is just who I am. You know, I, I like men, you know, I like, I like <laughs> men, basically. You know, I want to, I want to pursue something with someone that is the same gender as I am you know girls were fun but men were better for me for me I'm gonna use our statements um yeah so for me uh, my mom was like oh you know she she did the whole classic thing was I knew from the womb but ultimately, she was very, very happy for me that the light clicked on for me, that I was happy with being who I am. Okay. So that was my first awakening moment. And although that was scary, all of this ties into one another. Okay. All right, cool. Now I am now graduated from high school I'm a new adult you know what I mean and I am trying to figure out what exactly does does tongue tied what exactly does this mean for me you know what I mean so trying to figure out this trying to navigate this new world that I'm in has been a journey to say the least and it's still forever evolving the many, many lessons, Chad. The many, 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 many lessons. So, I graduate high school. I am now getting ready to move away to school. And shout out to Flomo, my alma mater. I mean, but can you really say it's your alma mater if you've only been there for a year? That was a learning experience. So, I moved there. I moved to Miami Gardens, Flomo, Florida Memorial University, woo woo, the Lions, come on through. And I live on campus. Um, 
Now, between that and graduation, I took a year and a half break and just different jobs. Um, took pictures for Santa Claus. I worked at a movie theater. Um, each job, I learned something new about myself. So that was great, you know. But anyway, I go to school. Now, this is a HBCU in Miami Gardens. Shout out to them. Um, I knew how to be gay and black in my hometown. But being gay and black in a different city, away from mom, it was scary as, you know, mess. It was very, very scary as hell uh, for me. Uh, because it was like I didn't necessarily see anyone I could necessarily relate to. Granted, I don't think that I was... I really, if I knew then what I know now about myself, I wasn't necessarily living in the path to my dream. I wasn't living, um, I wasn't living best, what's best for me. So anyway, um, I was, my, my major was education you know I wanted to teach but again I thought that that was something that wasn't necessarily something that oh okay let me me rewind although my major was teaching it wasn't something that I wanted to do for me it was more so something that I know that my family and friends and you know the elders of the family if you will would approve of you know fast forward back you know in elementary school I was a part of the media group um so we did the morning announcements part of did, did the morning news I was a part of film and broadcasting I was part of doing something artistic and that was amazing for me middle school I was part of the PAL press court Which was, again, a media-driven film and broadcasting type of program from 6th to 8th grade. I even did the summer camps. It was fun. Fun times. Fast forward to high school. I went to a tech high school. Shout out to South Tech Academy. I was part of the Film Broadcasting Academy all four years, you know. And then when I graduated high school, it was like, oh, you know, doing something, getting my art out there. I'm really, really sensitive about my things. You know what I'm saying? About things that I put out. Even even when it comes to this podcast. Trust me, this podcast was in the making for years. <laughs> it was in the making for years. This, getting this out there, getting this message out there, talking with you all. Like, this has been out there. I, on the back, it's been right there. You see, right there. But anyway, that's neither here or there. So, we fast forward to... Um, Going back to college, my first year of college, um, it was like trying to find my niche, trying to find my tribe. Then it was hard because I'm not, I wasn't used to like minded individuals because I didn't know what my mind was. You know what I mean? I didn't know how to live in my purpose, to stand in my truth. And being open to people's ridicule, people's opinions, and people's, 
you know, things like that, you know, it was hard for me. So after, after I did, I did two semesters and I was like, I can't do it. I can't, I, I can't be who I am here because I'm going to be real with you. You know, I saw like the gay scene that was in, in school everybody was living their truth and it was exciting to see it I could never do that because in the back of my mind one I'm no copycat okay I don't want to copy anyone and two I'm like is this really really me I'm fighting for years years I was fighting you know my my feminine side I was fighting you know, being dubbed gay because being dubbed gay is being dubbed less than. And I that wasn't who the person that I wanted to be. And I wanted people's approval. You know what I mean? So but seeing everyone live their truth, I couldn't I couldn't handle it. So I move home. Okay. Move home. Got a job at Build a Bear Workshop. Shout out. Um, yeah. So yeah. So I was home and I attempted school again the the local college crashed and burned you know that didn't work out then I um I decided to do something I decided to just throw caution to the wind and allow myself the happiness that I so deserve by that I mean dating dating yeah dating as a gay black man dating period sucks but dating as a black gay man who by 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 the by who is also overweight child let me tell you i am not necessarily pick it a little okay um yeah so i it's like okay I think it's time for me to experience something new. So I decided to really give it a shot so far as dating men. Like I I wanted to see what it's like to say I have a boyfriend, right? So listen. I was chatting with this guy I met online. Uh and he was great. We had a lot of the same interests. We had a lot of the same triggers and trauma. We had a lot of the same dreams. My first boyfriend. My very authentic first boyfriend. The only thing was that he lived hours away from me. I didn't have a vehicle and I think he had a car at that time but it wasn't like we were trying to see each other like that so a lot of our relationship was via Uvu and via Skype shout out to long distance relationships though because I mean dang that is the most difficult thing I have ever had to do I think that's why I do a lot of things I do now anyway I need to hear it there so anyway we meet and um we're chatting and um 
there was an opportunity for us to meet in person and we met and you know what was it for me what made that specific relationship not only was it my first relationship ever but it was the small things you know what I mean the the small things is what's important to me so it was I remember the first thing that we did when we you know linked up was we went and got (laughs) we went and we went to the Chinese joint the local Chinese joint Guangdong I think is the name of it we got these chicken wings now anybody who know me to this day knows i love me some chicken wings okay it is a special thing okay when i tell you whew, i sit down with a, a a plate of wings i am in a whole different world okay don't ask me nothing because i'm just it just uh especially when it's like juicy and it's crispy it's just so delicious and that was back when the time when, you know, Fort Locos was a thing. And I mean, I guess Fort Locos is still a thing now, but I would dare not drink that now. Um, so we had got Orange Fort Loco and these wings. And we got drunk and we ate wings and we cuddled. And it was the most, the most perfect evening. Like, and we wasn't doing too much. It wasn't these preconceived notions of who I want you to be, who I need you to be, blah, 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 blah. It was literally just enjoying ourselves and enjoying one another. It was the most perfect time. So fast forward a little bit after that. That relationship ended as... Uh, it should as as most relationships does um yeah I'm back home and I'm just like I'm over it I'm over it this is it I'm over it I don't want to date anymore I'm just gonna be a hoe and I'm just gonna do me and just keep it pushing so child let me tell you right let me tell you child let me tell you as soon as I said that, as soon as I see that, I say that, I meet this one guy. Hmm. This guy was really sweet, and he was very much so like, it wasn't like any guy that I've ever dated, I've ever talked to, because he was gay and he was black, and you know he traveled the world and he was he wanted a relationship and he wanted to be married and he wanted to have children and all of the things that I've always wanted but was too afraid to say that I wanted and just kind of came to terms with the fact that I'm gay I, I, I couldn't have those things you know what I mean so this guy you know a few months older than I am. We were, I think I was something. I was still in my 20s. I was in my early 20s. 23, 24. 23 was when we met. Um, he made me feel seen. 
And I remember the first time we kissed and I felt like someone really saw me. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay to let people in. You know, that's what the, the first relationship was. It's okay to let this individual in. It's okay to let to let this person see me. It's okay to let, it's, it's okay. It is okay. It's okay. But this individual, he, I don't know, like, one, I was able to be completely silly with him. Not anybody who know me, especially after a couple drinks, we might have to take that out, that part out, because I'm going to think I'm lush. But anyway, um, anyone who knows me knows that I am a character. You know what I mean? I love to laugh. I love to have a good time. I love to feel the energy. I love those moments because, you know, it's life. You're breathing life into the situation. You know what I mean? So anyway, this guy. Um, we meet. And we have a moment. And silly as it may. We were being silly. We were cracking jokes. And then we ended up wrestling. Like play, play fighting. You know. You, you know. No slap box. Cause you slap me in my face. I'm going off. But no. It was like you know was tickling each other and having a good time and like he pinned me down and he gave me that look he gave me the look like I want you but it wasn't it was more than a sexual thing it was more so of a he gave me that look like dang like you know like this is what I want. You are what I want. You, this is what I need. Kissed. It was beautiful. Um, so anyway, he was moving to my town and, you know, having someone just like right there with you. Like, come on, bro. Like, that's amazing. Like, I love, I love this. I want, you know, to be with someone who I can just hang out with and, you know, who if, if I'm not feeling like ha I'm having to be on to to just be there. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, this guy was here, whatever, whatever. He moved, moved down in the same within that same time that he moved in, he moved out. That was the end of our relationship. I learned something with that. I hold a lot of resentment towards people. Cause one thing he said was, uh, when I tried to express, you know, hey, I feel the way that you're not here. I feel the way that this isn't working. He says to me, I wasn't moving for you. I was moving for me. You were just an additional. You know, you were just a plus. I'm like, huh. Granted, I was hurt. I was butt hurt. I was hurt hurt. Okay. I was crying. I was like, yo, what what is going on? What why am I tripping? Blah 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 blah. A few short months later. Eh, might have been about a year. 
Let's just go leave. About a year later. We start to rekindle things, you know, a message, hey, what's up? What's going on? You know, long time, blah 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 blah. Hey, I'm good, I'm good, I'm just out here doing my thing or whatever, you know. Doing what I gotta do. You know, I was and you know, his thing was I was searching for you, I was looking for you, I didn't have your number and I'm happy to finally find you. Now this is for Facebook. Now this is why I love me some Facebook, but also I hate Facebook at the same time. We start rekindle things. And just as sure as that, uh, go ghost. Uh, I later found out that, you know, he had passed. You know, he passed away. That was a pain I didn't I didn't know how to cope with that. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know how to I had never experienced a loss like this in the sense of like this person is no longer here. Like I can be pissed off with someone and then have in the back of my mind, okay, if we come into contact with the, with these group, uh, if we come into contact with each other again, we could just shoot the breeze, keep it pushing, and whatever, whatever. I, I'm the type of person like if I don't do, if I don't mess with you, I still want you to do great. I still want you to do great in life, just as I want you to see how great that I am, because that's the best revenge. You know, you do great, and you know, you kind of like, hey, this is what I do. You know, keep it pushing. He had died. He was not here. And who, that pain had hit me so hit me like a ton of bricks, Chad. Like I did not know how to operate, how to to maneuver around certain certain things. So like I'm like, well, dang, you know, we're we're the same age. You know, he just went to sleep and didn't wake up. Yet I'm still here. He's traveled the world and seen things. I barely got out of Palm Beach County. You know, I'm still working at the Hotel Workshop. Um, granted, let me. I did. I did love my job. You know, I get to work with kids and allow it afforded me the opportunity to be myself, to be my most crazy and fun self. That's what that job did. It's neither here or there. This guy is no longer here. He's only a few months older than I am. He's seen things and I'm just here. The one thing that we talked about was, you know, being married and, you know, it's okay to be gay and to have a family, to generate your, to have a family, to be gay, to be happy and to be married and have children and, you can have those things and still be gay, you know? I saw that happening with him and it was the most beautiful thing I have ever experienced. So he passed. A week later, I went and I enrolled in uh, medical assisting school, healthcare. Mind you, okay, let me give you a little side note on the healthcare thing, healthcare tip. Never wanted to get into it. I never had a desire to get into healthcare. It was not my judge. It just wasn't for me. Why? Because my mom 
was a restorative CNA. My mom had worked in healthcare since before my sister and I were born. You know, I, I seen the turmoil. I, I seen the hard work it was, and I felt like it was a trap. Like, it's easy to get comfortable in healthcare for me, in my mind. That's what it looked like for me. So, anyway, just neither here or there. So, I was like, okay, here's the, here's the goal. Like, here's the plan. Okay. I'm going to grieve him. I'm going to grieve the, you know, the, the plans that we had. I'm going to grieve the, the thought of him. I'm going to grieve what could have been. I'm going to grieve. But after that, I'm going to work. Uh, when he passed, a week later, I was enrolled in MA school. A week later, um, I had set forth this plan of I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get the job. I'm going to get the car because I was not driving at that time. I'm going to get the car. I'm going to move out. I'm going to find love, get married. I'm going to have kids. I'm going to allow this medical assisting, this health care education. I'm going to allow that to fund my dream. I'm going to get back into film and broadcast. I'm going to get back into photography. I'm going to do the things that I've always wanted to do. Why? Because I deserve it. You know what I mean? I deserve it to me. I deserve it to my future husband. I deserve I deserve it. I owe it to um, my future kids. I owe it to my future to do these things. So, like clockwork. Um, I don't know if it was the tribe. It was... I don't know and even thinking about it now a lot of things I spoke into existence I think the power of the tongue is very very important because I expo- I I spoke it all into existence you know so I went to my school and got the job now here's here's kismet for you okay this is this is some interesting things okay okay so check me out remember how I was saying how I used to work at Build-A-Bear Workshop I got to the end of the program I got word that my my store location was closing okay did not have a car to go to another location so that was the end of Build-A-Bear Workshop for me it just so happened to close as I was finishing the program and when I was finishing the program the local pediatrics office um, the local pediatrics pediatrics office had openings. Now I don't know any if if you know you all know about medical assisting. It we might have some medical assistants that are listening, but you know, a part of the program is you have an externship, right? You have 160 hours, or is it 90 hours? I forget. Um, of just shadowing, and then you get your your diploma. And you take your, your, your license for your certificate. So this pediatrics office had this thing to where it was like, hey, we want you to come along. We want you to do the things. We, we, we want to train you. And then we, there's a possibility for us to hire you if you do well. Cool. 
So as I was doing the things, the second day in, I got hired. I was like, okay, you finish your externship, we can get you on the payroll. I'll bet. From morning to night, I did. I knocked those things out for like two and a half weeks straight. I was like, okay, let's get these hours in. I'll be here all day if you need me to. I don't care. Um, when I say kismet, it's because the same, the same, the same patrons that would come into um, Build a Bear Workshop aren't who were at the pediatrics office. You know what I mean? It was the same people. So it wasn't like I was meeting new people. I was just doing do, doing new things. It was more like instead of me giving you a bear, I'm gonna give you a shot. You know what I mean? So it, it kind of worked out. Okay, so got the got the job, got hired. Uh, shortly after that, I got an opportunity to get a new car, or not a new car, but anyway, I got a car. And in the process of getting this car, I met my ex. Now I've only had one long term relationship. This is the one. This is the relationship that I had the most growth in. Same birthday as the ex that passed away. I was like, oh my god, this is it. You know what I mean? This is it. You know, how can how can I not? How can I not? Like, how can this was it? This was everything that I worked hard for. Went to school, check. Uh got the job, check. Get got the car, check. I'm meeting a guy who really makes me laugh. Like we had a good time. You know what I mean? Check. He had just, he was finishing up uh, his college degree and we ended up moving to Tampa. Now Tampa, let me explain. Tampa is about three and a half hours away from my hometown. So it was far. Now mind you, fast, um, you know, rewind back to when I moved to Miami, which was about 45 minutes away and I felt like I couldn't do it. But now I was in a different mindset at this point. I was in like, hey, this is, this is me. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is moi. You know, mess on me. I'm going to do what I do. You know what I mean? Uh, so we moved to Tampa. Mind you, I moved with a friend and, you know, he got his own place. And I was still worried about that. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, this person, this guy, I felt like I knew, but I didn't know enough about myself in order for us to keep it pushing. Okay. So, we fast forward just a little bit, just a teen. Uh, I almost break up in Tampa, but, you know, things happen, whatever, whatever, decided to work it out. And we visited Orlando a few times, and we like Orlando. Hey, this works for us. Let's do it, you know? Move to Orlando. I followed him. We moved in together. And let me tell y'all, okay? If y'all ever live with a significant other, that stuff is hard. Okay. I realize there that I am a people pleaser and I will be uncomfortable as long as everyone else around me is comfortable. You know what I mean? But that's not fair to them. It's not fair to me because one, it's not fair for them because I'm making them the bad guy. You know what I mean? I've, put an effort to making them the bad guy and that's not cool me my self-worth was put into jeopardy because I felt like I couldn't you know I, 
I'm supposed to feel uncomfortable. It's fine. Okay. So we move in together and things happen. We break up. You know, some cheating, you know, you know, this neither here or there. Not on my part. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> I'm not bitter. I'm just honest. Um, and which here's the thing, y'all. If you haven't been through some things, everything does happen for a reason. Because there, with that situation, it was more like I was afraid to be alone, one. I didn't think that I could do it, two. You know, I was afraid to be cheated on, three. I was afraid that I couldn't handle living on my own, four. Guess what? Cheated on, boom. Survived. After that happened, we broke up. Got my own place, boom. Lived on my own, boom. I was able to do it. Huh. My job is not going to want me. Oh, got not one, not two, but three raises. Three different job changes. And I'm still there. Four. (laughs) There's power behind me. You know what I'm saying? I hold... I hold the keys to my future and just just like I want all you all that are listening you have the key to do that you have the key to change to change any circumstance your new reality is just a step in the right direction it's taking that first step so anyway I did that moved on and that's what brings us to this podcast I have done so much experienced, seen loved, hurt I've done so many different things to get to this place to where I can sit here and say hey lessons learned Many, many lessons, and trust me, a lot of those lessons I had to relearn over and over and over again. That's what this podcast is. This podcast, this podcast is a a medium. This is a vehicle for other people, for everyone, for all of us to come together and to really look at those lessons and really pull pull out those the meanings. So that we can make better decisions and move and grow and be better. Hey, just being better than yesterday. You being the better person today than you were yesterday is a win. That's what I want this to be. So the next couple weeks, it's going to be learning experiences. The next few shows... We have different people coming on talking about their experiences and and we're going to really like really hone in on growth like because that's what I want this this podcast, you know, to be. This podcast is about growth. This podcast is about all of us being great. You know, greatness is, is we were all born with greatness. Let's just let's bring it out to the forefront, you know. So this is my time and I want to all thank you for, you know, tuning in. Uh, if you have any comments, or suggestions, 
or if you, if you have a lesson that you want to, you know, talk about on the show, let us, let me know. You can email me at lessons learned with Claude B at gmail.com. Um, tune in every week for new episodes and that's the show. Talk to you later. Bye guys.